Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. We hear about culture so often and the need to create good culture within your business and within your agency. But the question is, how do you do it? How do you go about making people feel engaged and want to involve themselves and be excited about what they're doing and feel safe and secure and how to create good management and how to do all these things that can feel like this elusive, daunting task sometimes. And I wanted to do an exploration with you of my own experience with it and how I've gone through these meandering ways in my own career and how I've found that it really truly works and what are the steps to being able to do and create a culture that allows for uh, you to be able to create that engagement and really have someone and your have your business really emulate who you are as the as the business owner but also attract people that are like you like-minded or interested in the same things that you are and help you create a business that is prosperous and allowing for you to be proud of what you've developed and created over so many years. So the the first thing that I wanted to explore with you was your own personal mental health and wellness, because that's really where it starts. And I think that this is ignored in a really big way. So it took me a long time to really realize that in order for me to have a good, clear, safe management style and be able to figure out how to develop good culture was I first had to be a bit more zen in myself and that mean that meant a really meandering and long path of self-discovery and meditation and therapy and I spent many years going and speaking with therapists and I, I still speak with a therapist fairly regularly now and am a huge advocate for mental health and think it's extremely extremely important both in um, my personal life as well as in my business life and being able to understand how I process things and the emotional impacts, the logical rationale, my emotional rationale to how I make decisions and how I respond to things and how I react. Once you have had a good barometer of your own personal well-being and how you respond to things and are able to not really dampen because I think that so many people think that being able to go through therapy is going to have you dampen these types of responses. And in fact, I think it's quite the opposite. You are elevating your internal responses. So you have your primary and secondary emotions to how you respond to things. And your primary is going to be the way that frustration, anger, fear, um, those types of emotions Um, and the things that you're really feeling are scared, vulnerable, um, the underlying emotion and the thing that you really need to elevate to allow for them to be able to be, um, something that you're able to connect with a person that is actually causing or triggering that type of emotion. Once you have been able to elevate yourself and connect with your own personal mental health and how you go through processing things, you're able to start creating a safe and secure type of environment and start to work on culture. I think it first starts with you. I mean, as they say, the fish rots from the head and it's definitely going to start from the top. It's going to be you. It's going to be your leaders. It's going to be your managers and your executive team 
are extremely, extremely important to developing a meaningful process, a meaningful culture, I should say. So what I want to sort of start you off now that you have an understanding of how to start the process yourself and definitely recommend finding a therapist and figuring out exactly how that works for you is you want to start in developing culture and not looking at it as aspirational. You want to look at it as what it is today and what is meaningful about the values and how the people that you want to actually have side by side you in creating your dream, creating your business, creating how your uh, agency operates. I often see people talking about the culture that they want to create and you see people touting these like fun things that they're doing where they've got, you know, half day um, surfing uh, Fridays, but they're like massive command and control type environment Monday through Friday early afternoon. Um, and so that those two mindsets don't actually really match up. And where I'm talking about it being aspirational versus it being something real. So when you look at your culture, you need to first start with the values of the people that you want to surround yourself with. Once you have an understanding of what that looks like and what those values are, what they mean, how you define them, why they're important, and you have consensus within yourself as well as your leaders and management team and everyone's on board with you, you can start to develop how you're going to create culture within your business. And that can mean a myriad of different things. The thing that's really important is that it is huge and extremely important that you think of it as people first and humanity first and recognizing that you're a business filled with people. You're selling your team members time, their creativity, and the fastest, best, most effective way at building a successful creative agency is through creating happy team members. And you do that by lifting them up, by motivating them, by making them feel safe, and making them want to engage and that you care about them as a business, as a manager, as an owner. Take interest in them, get to know them. I know every single one of my team members, I may not engage with them every single day, but I do get to know every single one of them and I want to get to know them. I take an interest with them. I get to know their hobbies and what they do outside of work, what their interests are, whether they're married, how many kids they have, what their interests are and how everything that gets them going, what makes them tick. We have spent so much time in our lives and in society, I think removing the humanity from ourselves in order to become these robots of efficiency and output, uh, whether it be creative or otherwise, we have created this environment where we have to be just constantly on top of what we're doing. And that isn't going to create an environment that really fosters creativity. There was a many year study that was done at Google, and I think it was published back in 2015, 2016. And I'll throw it into the show notes if you're interested. Um, there was a study done at Google where they were doing some analysis between multiple different groups of people. And the goal was to establish how they could create the perfect team. And it was interesting what they ended up finding because at the time it was very contrary to what everyone really thought was how you should manage and how you should deal with one creativity and two team management. But what they ended up finding 
was that if they took each of the individuals between each group, they were personally and individually just as effective as the other members of the opposite group. So creating ideally that, that control, and they did multiple different groups over multiple different years figuring this out with psychiatrists and psychologists um, installed in the business. And what they ended up finding was that group A had a natural born leader, type A brained, had an agenda, managed the, the team, controlled everything on how it actually functioned. Team B didn't have that natural born leader. They set the, the first couple of minutes where they were all just getting to know each other, um, finding out what would interest them, what got them to tick, the things that I was talking about earlier, and went just into sort of brainstorming different things and solving things in a very collaborative way. And what they ended up finding is that although group B was in theory less efficient in the way that they functioned, they were more effective at being able to create new ideas, solve problems, and work together collaboratively and made them better and outperform the other group. And this is this massive, and I see this happening now with looking at the generational divide between how things were from the baby boomers and Gen Xers and how, how management style was during those decades and millennials and Gen Z now starting to take over the predominant um, employees and team members in the workforce today in the U.S., that you see that sort of mind shift and you see Team A being that command and control, that older generation type mentality. And, I mean, for me, I was raised with that in my career in that type of mentality. And I definitely, from many parts of my own management style, that is how I managed. And I learned over many, many years that it didn't really work. And I thought that it was illuminating when I did eventually come across this study when it was published, I want to say in the LA Times or New York Times. And they, it really allowed for me to affirm what I had learned through many years of management on what was working and what didn't and why it worked and why it didn't. And it's just incredibly important to realize that when you have a collaborative type environment within your business that you're able to really take the power of every single individual. And I fundamentally believe that I have, I mean, I, I know that I have many years of experience and I have lots of information and wisdom to provide, but I also don't know everything. And that my team members provide me with insight every single day and they help me become a better manager, a better consultant, a better coach, a better accountant, Every single day with the things and the insights that they provide me, they are, my team is the heart of my business and your team is as well. They are in the trenches of what happens every single day. They're the ones that are working directly with your clients. They're the ones that know how things function and what's working, what's broken, what's just phenomenal, what's frustrating. What needs to be fixed? What you can just leave alone that's not the high priority. They are the ones that are going to have very keen insight to all of those different things and making sure that you really listen to them and make them feel comfortable enough to share those types of things with you can make or break your company and can make or break how well you're able to develop a truly good and amazing creative team 
And it just makes such a huge difference every single day on how things work. And again, I, I just want you to imagine a place where someone, you walk in the door and everyone turns around, is welcoming and is smiling at you and they say hello and you have a relationship with this person. You know that they care about you, you care about them, that you get, you've known each other and you know each other and how warm and inviting that place would be versus a business or a place that you walk into no one turns around no one says hi they may even just you know wave but it's kind of cold they're very focused on what they're doing and mind you in theory you may think that that type of environment and the analytical brain type person that i am for many years believed that that was the most efficient and effective way to run things was just you know come in get your stuff done really focus on what you had to do and get out when you're done and it really doesn't work that way i mean i in so many different facets of how we work now and how i work directly with my clients is helping them understand how to put their humanity back into their business back into their life back into their relationships be it their employees be it their colleagues be it in networking be it in sales be it in client and project management and every single piece of how you manage your business and how you interact with you know other human beings you have to create the environment that allows for them to feel safe and connected i mean we are at a basic fundamental an animal that we have tons and tons and tons of information that allow for us to be able to see how things work i think it's really important to get into understanding and as i was mentioning before to get an understanding of the values that are important and then creating people that think the same as well because if you have someone that is and is very creative versus a person that is the antithesis to that or doesn't really like to have free-flowing type conversations and really wants to take control or is negative in the type of communication that they have that those bad apples can cause the creative to really have issue with having that relationship and being able to be creative in a meeting and not saying that people that are really gung-ho and want to get things done that they don't have a place but it is important that you define the type of people that you want that way you can find like-minded people that are going to be able to motivate that are going to be able to energize they're going to be able to make people feel happy when they show up to work people that even could be friends outside of the office i know and there's so many times and i definitely am a believer that there does need to be that separation between professional life and business life and i'm an advocate for that i do also think that they could be and you should be developing a network of people within your business that you like that you care about that you get along with and that you're like-minded with because the more like-minded of a culture and a more like-minded of a team that you build the more connected that they'll be the more interest that you'll have in each other and the better that you work together and know that it is a difficult concept to put together on how to implement a new culture at your business and i'm just going to remind you first step is in self-discovery the second step is understanding the values of exactly what you want and who you want to have side by side with you and what is most important making sure that every single person within your business matches those values if they don't coach them or replace them 
and then you're able to start to put in things that matter to the people that have those values and the things that make them happy, the things that energize them, the things that motivate them, and the things that get them jumping out of bed every single morning, wanting to come to work and do their best. Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.